Hello, everyone. My name is Amber D, and I am the host of this here podcast known as The Amber D Show. So I want you to sit back, relax, pour up that glass of wine or whatever it is you like to slide down that throat of yours because it is time to get started. Listen, I've got some topics I want to talk about here on the Amber D show. Nothing is off limits, but more specifically today, I want to talk about how the rich is getting richer and they're doing it piggybacking off of y'all, not just y'all, me, myself as well, me, you, your mama, your daddy, your uncle, your grandpappy, everybody, whoever you want to throw in that pot, everybody is getting rich right now. And I I, I say that because I want to go ahead and start off with talking about spoil alert the real housewives of beverly hills how could i not kick off my first show mentioning the real housewives franchise listen if you did not see tonight's episode you're gonna want to skip past this because i'm about to dive into this listen If you've been tuning in, you know what's been going on with Miss Erica Jane and all of the allegations that have been in the headlines. But if you want to deeper dive into it, then you have been tuning in every week to see what she has had to say about it. You know, I'm not even going to go into all of the allegations and everything because we're not going to know the truth until we're, you know, it's all said and done. But I want to talk about Miss Garcelle and how she has been coming for the girl's throats, honey. Okay. If you saw tonight's episode, you saw how Miss Garcelle um, got into it. Um, an episode or two back because she exposed how uh, Miss Erica Jane's ex-husband has been trying to call her. Now, when she exposed this to the rest of the group, she did not necessarily know that it was something that was off limits, okay? However, that's a bit arguable because it was said amongst the two or three girls at the time. We're not going to dive into that because... I want to focus on tonight. The girls had a gathering without Erica Jane, and they were discussing all of the allegations and all of the rumors that have been put out there in the media. And there were two girls, Sutton and Dorit, that had some things to say about it and how it reflected upon them. But when it came to the Christmas dinner that was held at Kyle's house, you know, it seemed as though Dorit was trying to come off as Miss Innocent and she didn't check in with the lawyer to see how this affected her. Although Sutton did say, you know, within the meeting that she was looking out for herself. 
So it was no secret that she was looking out for herself. But Dorit came off a little bit as if she was saying, you know, she had Erica's back and I'm going to fight with you to the end, girl power, this and that, right? And then Miss Garcelle, honey, turned her head 90 degrees to the side and gave that side eye and said, uh-uh, that's not what you said the other night. And so Doree had no other option but to give her the stink face right back and caught herself, honey, because she was like, you know what, let me finish. But by the look on her face, she looked like a deer in headlights. Now listen, I am no more a fan of anyone or less a fan of any of the girls. I'm just saying what I saw, okay? And Miss Garcelle was not sitting back letting them little boys cry wolf, all right? She was telling them, look, if we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about it in Erica Jane's face, then it better be the same storyline that y'all were giving out when Sutton called this meeting, unbeknownst to all of us, behind her back. So, I want to know, how would you handle this situation? If a girlfriend of yours or not so much of a girlfriend of yours, someone that you worked on a franchise with, but that you claim to be buddy-buddy with, was going through legal um, legal allegations as strenuous as this, how would you handle it? You know what I mean? Would you be more so concerned about your own self and your limelight? When in all actuality, you have zilch to do with what was going on in their marriage and even more so between their businesses. You know, how would you react? Would you would you stress the fact that you would uh, want more space in between you and your friend? Or would you support her till the end? You know, or would you... Say your concerns up front to her face on or off camera. It does not matter however you handle it. But would you express your concerns to her face and then, you know, go about it about that way? Or would you just go ahead and say, listen, I don't want to deal with you. You know, like all of this is shining a negative light on me and I got to put space between us. Because, you know, honestly, to me, that says that y'all aren't true friends. And it is really just for TV. It is just for cameras. So that's a little bit food for thought. If, you, if you've got an opinion on that, send me a note. Let me know. Send me a message because I want to talk about it. But um, speaking of the rich getting richer, I want to talk about music nowadays, more so rap, hip hop, R&B, you know, we could even get into pop music because there is something going on in that industry. There is, it seems like a lot of artists nowadays are only getting, you know, likes and exposure because they have the money to do so. 
and not necessarily the talent. Whatever happened to the days where you had all the talent in the world and it was your job to prove to an agent or you know, record label that you deserve to be signed because you were going to have the following behind you. You were going to be able to get the sponsorships behind you. You were going to have a fan base behind you. It seems like nowadays, all anybody wants to do is sell drugs, right? Or make some type of money illegally or, you know, mom and dad's money whatever they are they've already got some type of money established to where they can go on into this high-end type of studio make this um you know expensive type of production and then pump all this money out to get exposure uh through these streaming uh services so it's you know to me i really wonder what happened to the authenticity of music because Nowadays, it seems like there is no substance behind it. With that being said, I'm not discrediting the true artists at all. I am not. And honestly, I give kudos to those true artists that can hold a note, that can freestyle on spot. You know, a true freestyle, not something that they say, oh, You know, a radio says, listen, when you come here, we want you to freestyle. And then they take two hours to come up with 10, 12 bars, not even 16 bars, and then spit it on that show as if it was something that they came off off the top of their head. No, I'm talking about true artistry, true singers that can hold notes. It's like after Beyonce took her break, we haven't been blessed with the same type of energy. Now, with that being said, shout out to Normani. I see you out there doing your thing, putting on for the girls who've got real talent, have had to claw their way to the top. Honey, I'm I'm giving you your flowers while you are here when they are due because it seems to me like you are not receiving the flowers that you deserve, all right? You know, as a dark-skinned woman, you had to prove yourself 10 and 12 and 30 times more over than anyone else has. And it's a shame. It's absolutely a shame. Lizzo, shout out to you and your artistry and how you have come out there and showed the world that you don't give a damn about their stereotypes or what the prototype is that they want to see, honey. You are out here real live and in charge. And um, speaking of Lizzo, I want to talk about uh, Facebook and how they have done her a solid and a justice because there have been a lot of haters. There have been a lot of haters attacking Lizzo for no specific reason at all. I mean, what is a hater? Someone filled with hate someone that is jealous, someone filled with envy, someone that resents you because they cannot be or do the things that you have done, things that you have accomplished. Lizzo was getting a lot of hate in her um, comments and, and, you know, shout out to Facebook for taking control of that because not only did they delete those hateful comments, but they also deleted the accounts of those um, haters. 
And kudos to you because we haven't seen that happen across these social media platforms. And that exposes a lot. You know, it's like, okay, from here on out, is that something that we should be looking forward to? And, you know, me as the layman, do is that something that I can expect? Because here I am. This is my first ever podcast. Um, I'm doing something new. I, I just feel like I've got some shit to say. And I feel like, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that don't agree with me. And what's going to happen then? So those that don't agree with me, if they attack me, can I expect the same outcome to happen? So that's an interesting notion to keep up with. Um, in other news, though, I want to take it back to this whole bathing and not bathing debate because this is absolutely mind-boggling. This is something that I didn't realize was gonna be a debate, was gonna be a topic, was gonna be a conversation. But we all know Mila Kunis and uh, Ashton Kutcher have put it in the forefront that they don't wash their ass. (laughs) And they don't wash their children's ass. And you gotta wonder, we are in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) We are in the middle of a pandemic. If you aren't out there washing your ass, that means you aren't necessary. Listen, this is how I decipher this. This is what I take from this. If you're not washing your ass consistently, you're not washing your hands consistently. Okay, that you're telling me that if you go use the bathroom, you ain't washing your hands. I gotta be honest about that. That's how I feel about that. And then on top of that, your children that are out there playing in the dirt, they're playing in backyards, they're playing on playgrounds amongst other children and they're not washing their ass, which tells me they might not be washing their hands because they're a child. You know, we, we know how children are. Germs spread like the bubonic plague amongst children and they're associating with other children and now let's not forget we are in the middle of a pandemic so that means you are not the most clean which means you are more susceptible and prone to these germs and and it's just germating all over your body and then you're coming into contact with other people if you don't wash your ass That means you might not be brushing your teeth every day. Not even every day. Twice a day is the recommended amount of times you're supposed to brush your teeth, people. And let alone once a day, okay? If you're not washing your ass, you're probably not brushing your damn teeth. And then on top of that, you probably don't want to wear a damn mask. This is concerning to me. There is a virus spreading around, okay? And it is spreading like the wildfires in LA, in California. How can I feel safe around people now knowing in the back of my mind that they are not washing their ass? They're not washing their pits. They not lifting underneath the folds. You not washing underneath in the back of your kneecaps. Listen, cleanliness is next to godliness. 
That is something that is taught across the board, whether you believe in God or whoever you believe in, whatever you believe in. When you are clean, that means you have a clear mind. When you are not clean, ugh, Lord have mercy. You, you're putting other people at risk. Now it's just a snowball effect. You don't wash your ass crack. You're not washing your hands. You're not brushing your teeth. Do you even use hand sanitizer? Do you even know what Lysol is? Do you, like, come on now. How often are you washing your bed sheets? Cause you getting in there without washing your ass. And guess what? You're married, which means you're fornicating. And neither one of y'all are out there washing your bodies. So are you fornicating and then not washing your ass in your private parts? And you're not brushing your teeth? And then you're going down there cooking breakfast for your children? And then you're taking them to school? And you letting them spread whatever unholiness you got going on? Listen, this is making me itch just thinking about it, y'all. Look, I told y'all to get your wine ready, to get your drink ready, because listen, I need a drink after this. I am enjoying a hard seltzer. Okay, this is my go-to beverage of choice. These hard seltzers, if you are not privy to them, I suggest that you get privy to them because they are a refreshing treat. I'm not going to tell you which one I'm enjoying because... I'm trying to build up here and I would love to get sponsored. So if, if y'all ever come across my page and you would love to do a sponsorship with me, reach out to me and let me know because I would love to do the same. All right, now listen, let's move on because I'm not, I'm feeling some type of way about these people not washing their ass and not washing their hands and, <laughs> and not brushing their teeth, okay? Look, let's go on to North Carolina. We got to talk about this. We got to talk about this because I had no clue that in the state of North Carolina, a state part of the United States of America, the legal marriage age was 14 years old. 14 years old. Now, nowhere in there did it mention parental consent. I grew up in the state of Georgia. I knew that you can get married at the age of 16 as long as you have parental consent. Now, North Carolina, they recently raised the age from 14 years old to 16 years old with the stipulation that you can no longer marry anyone over that's uh, over four years older than you are, if, if you marry at the age of 16. So for example, if you get married at 16 years old, you cannot legally marry anyone that is older than 20 years of age. But you know what? That bothers me that they even had to have that as a stipulation because That's telling me that they were allowing 14-year-olds to marry 20, 25, 30 and up-year-olds, and it was okay, and nobody had a problem with it. It was legal there, and it had to have been legal ever since the beginning of their time, because to know that in the year of 2021 that it is now a stipulation 
that it can't be over four years of an age gap. But in that article, it did not mention marrying your cousin, your brother, your sister, your auntie, your uncle. I didn't see none of that. So that tells me that there are things that uh, may or may not be allowed in the state of North Carolina. And as a U.S. citizen, I am concerned about this. And I have brought it upon myself to, you know, rethink about the states that I would raise a family in because that is worrisome to me. That is absolutely worrisome to me. You are not even legally an adult. Um, If I have this wrong, please correct me, y'all, because if they can legally get married at the age of 16 without parental consent, that worries me because you're not legally an adult. You're not necessarily emancipated. I don't know. I don't know. And you know what? If, if, If they thought it was okay to get married at 14, that means they probably thought it was okay to marry their brother, your cousin, your sister. It doesn't matter. Anyone, you know, all I see is incest. All I see is incest. And people, we got to stop the incest. It's, it ain't right. It ain't right. It is literally an abomination brought upon the human race. It is scientifically proven that incest causes DNA mutations that are absolutely irreversible. And if you don't believe me, you better do some research. Cause I saw a family where some of them couldn't even say nothing besides, hey, hey, hey. Ah, ah. And, and I'm not making fun of them y'all, but they had incest that went through generations of the family. And you know what, at that point it's like, you live in, with so many disabilities and, and, and mutations and whatnot that you, that you're not even living at that point. Okay. You, you just ever seen somebody and looked at them and was like, wow, you know, I could tell that you were a product of incest. Something in your face just ain't right. I'm telling you people, I have seen it like, and, and, and maybe it's just my instincts and how I'm tapped in to my own instincts and, and perhaps the universe and, I'm just saying, y'all, y'all got to be careful out there, okay? There are so many people out here in this world, all right? Your cousin, your brother, your uncle, your auntie, your mama, your daddy, whatever y'all want to call them. It just just ain't it, okay? There is somebody else for you. There is at least 10 other people for you, okay, that ain't got the same blood as you, all right? Let's put an end to this. It is 2021. We got bigger stuff to worry about, y'all. We got so much more to worry about in this world. Now, why, why worry about stuff like that? That's, uh, come on. Come on. It just, mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Stop marrying these babies. Stop marrying your family members. Okay. And let's let the broke get rich, all right? The rich is getting rich, and y'all over here trying to marry your cousin. I don't, I don't, I don't understand it, y'all. I don't understand it. Listen, it's about time for me to get off this hotline. My name is Amber D. I appreciate you for tuning in to my very first episode of the Amber D Show. 
please leave some feedback. Let me know how you're feeling about these topics and where you want to go from here. Like I said, we're here to empower. We're here to laugh. We're here to cry. But more importantly, we are here to empower together. And let's have a great time while doing so. Thank you for your love, your light, your energy. Come back and see me. And I promise you, I'm going to have another great show for you. All right, y'all take care. Let's, Let's let the broke get rich and stop marrying your cousins.